This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. Today I'd like for us to think about the mindfulness of our words. 2 Peter 3, 1-2 says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance, that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets, and of the commandment of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. Everything that we do or say has an effect upon someone or something else. Nothing is solitary or isolated. Even our very breath, inspiration and expiration, has an effect on others. That would include the words we speak. We can stir up wrath, envy, jealousy, contempt, whatever we choose. But we can also stir up joy and truth, hope and patience and love. All of this is within our power. Every word that comes out of our mouth is important. It is heard and it cannot be taken back. We don't get any do-overs there. Our words need to be considered and evaluated very carefully. Just one small word can change the whole outcome of so many things. I think most of us are familiar with the little word if just slipped in among several others. Satan did a real number on Eve in the garden with that simplistic little word, didn't he? That was a life and death word from the spiritual standpoint. And an entire world has been and will continue to be affected by it for a lifetime. The English poet John Doan, writing in the 17th century, famously wrote that no man is an island, comparing people to countries and arguing for the interconnectedness of all people with God. The hashtag, no man is an island hashtag, it's being realized every time we speak, move, or breathe. That's why it's of the utmost importance to be mindful, mindful of our words, our actions, and even our thoughts. Yes, our thoughts are typically in the fast lane speeding toward our tongues. Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thine heart be hasty to utter anything before God. For God is in heaven, and thou upon earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. Ecclesiastes 5.2 Now we can see from this inspired preacher that the heart and mind and mouth are all very connected. And once we understand the importance of this scripture, we will no doubt be less hasty with our words before we spew them forth. Now, ladies, I want you to understand that I'm speaking to myself first and foremost here. Every one of us are guilty of speaking without thinking at some point in time, but we're going to have to cultivate that spirit of mindfulness that our Lord would have us to do and nurture it in His Word to the point that we stop and consider our thoughts and words before we let them go flying out of our mouths. This is going to take a lot of diligent study and a lot of prayer, as well as a great deal of patience. James 3, 1-12 addresses this very subject. It's a growth process that will be going on through our entire Christian walk, but in time we will finally come to that place where we know when to speak, how to speak, what to say, and when to say it. We should also be very mindful of to whom we are speaking. I cannot speak meaty words to a new convert 
a babe in Christ in the same way that I would speak to a seasoned, well-versed and well-studied Christian. Even when teaching those who are outside of the body of Christ, I need to speak in such a way that they will understand. Here are a couple of passages that I've been studying that I would like to share with you today. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. This is found in Psalm 19.14. I memorized this as a child, and I'm pretty sure that the Bible class teacher taught it to those of us who were seven and eight years old for a reason. It's very important that our children learn these things when they are quite young so that they will have something to draw from as they grow through their lives. For us to be found acceptable to God, we must be mindful of what is permeating in our hearts. Matthew 12:37 is another sobering passage. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Our final destination hinges upon the way we speak and what we say. Are we professing the Lord Jesus? Not just in words, but also in our actions. Sometimes people have godly actions, but their mouths don't seem to follow up. Sadly, all of those works are diminished when they open their mouths. But there's a solution for this issue of mindlessness. When we come to the full understanding of how much we mean to God, when we place our hearts and heads in His Word, we can accomplish this mental awareness of speaking and acting as God would have us to do. God tells us we can. We are able. We can do all this through Christ who strengthens us, Philippians 4.13. And in Philippians 2.5 we are commanded, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. When we have our minds in tune with Christ, we will be more than conquerors. Our thoughts will be synced with Him, our actions will follow, and our conversation will be that such as becometh holiness, Titus 2.3. Let's encourage one another, ladies, and always be mindful that our words can build up or tear down, and the choice is up to us. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. Proverbs 14.1 I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.